Hello, Mountaineer Nation. A little snippet there from the uh, Basketball's Back podcast. We're bringing that in here for a little Texas Tech preview. Uh, Tech moved up to 10th. The Mountaineers moved up three spots to 11th. So we've got 10 versus 11 tonight in the Coliseum. Going to be a fun one from Hugs' house. So uh, you guys join us here. Little little uh, kind of breakdown preview of the Texas Tech game there with Zach. We recorded this uh, before even Saturday's shellacking of Kansas State. A nice little 69-47 victory. The largest margin of victory that the Mountaineers have ever had on a road game in the Big 12 Conference. Uh, pretty crazy. Um, you know, granted, Kansas State obviously not a good team. I mean, what, 28 turnovers and and whatnot. Uh, but still impressive, the uh, defensive effort West Virginia gave. And uh, that's coming off two weeks and guys, you know, that had, had the old, had the COVID. So, um... I think that's a good sign for us moving forward. And tonight's obviously the true test. So you guys uh, know what to do. Grab that coffee, Phil Stuff. You're still doing that in the afternoon. Or grab the drink and get ready. Uh, take, a, take a peek here with us. About 15 minutes worth of uh, Texas Tech content here on the porch. To see especially, I mean, obviously tomorrow will be a fun opportunity. But, man, let's, let's get into Monday a little bit, man. What do you expect to see Monday when uh, the Red Raiders come to town? I expect to see a lot of attention paid to Mac McClung, and rightfully so. He's kind of the guy who keeps their engine going. He's their primary scorer. He's he's electric, man. You know what, though, Zach? I, as much as you say that, I am fine with him being the guy hoisting up a bunch of shots. Because I think if he's not getting everybody else involved, I think that that's fine, fine for us. I mean, yeah, he made the big look against Texas. But, man, he, I feel like when I watch the kid play, there's not a lot of attention on the defensive mm. end. Um, I think he's a weak link in their defense Somebody right now still. Could hopefully he turns the ball the over. Could hopefully torch. Yeah. Mm-hmm, exactly. He turns the ball over a little too much still. Um, I just think that, yeah, he's got the, got the big persona and the big kind of gusto, and he's kind of that guy that people, um, that people kind of uh, – uh, what's the right word here? That, that, that people kind of look to and pinpoint as that key transfer that he got. But man, Burton from Wichita is good. Um, you know, Silva from B, from VCU that they mm-hmm. got is good. I mean, those two guys are just as important as McClung. McClung gets all the headlines, and yeah, he's made the big shots, and yeah, he's probably the guy that has to score points for them, other than Edwards and McClure, um, for them to be successful. But I'm okay with McClung if we allow McClung to be the guy who tr- typically or the guy who's putting up a lot of looks, I think that'll work for us in the end because I think we can kind of cut off the rest of the snake and then eventually kind of cut him down too. Yeah, I think that's probably the way I would hope that it would shake out. It'll be the battle of the Max, Mac Clung versus Mac Bride. So I would hope that Miles can pull that one out. But you're right. It's a team that's almost brand new. Edwards and uh, Shannon Jr., those are the two guys that had come back from the previous year's team. I'm pretty sure the rest of their main contributors are, are transfers. So it's a team that I'm sure is still gelling. Obviously, it's a very talented team, and any team coached by Chris Beard is going to have a chance. But I would like to think yep. that we should be able to take care of business, but it'll it'll be a tough one. Co- Beard is about one of the best coaches well, out know, there. What, oh, and then they're going to tell you that he's the best, one of the best coaches out there about 35 <laughs> times so. on Monday night as well. Yeah, I mean, well, you know what, so deservedly so, but let's also talk about the Hall of Famer. Yep. All right. All right. You know. 
at, at times, I feel like a guy like Beard gets – I mean, don't get me wrong, great coach. I mean, he's obviously – he did an amazing job kind of rebuilding and kind of restoking the fires in that program. But let's, let's also say this real quick. He took it from Tubby. Tubby got that team into the tournament before Beard got there. And he was able to take and take a hold of him. And I'm, I'm now losing his name now, Zach. It's in my head. Um, Evans? Keenan yep, Evans? Keenan Evans, he was a hell of a point guard. Yeah, Keenan Evans. I mean, the point guard extraordinary. He was the leader. Now, he's the kind of guy like Javon Carter was in building Press Virginia, built that culture and allowed them mm-hmm. to get where they got, you know, that first year getting to the Elite Eight. I'd say, under, you know, to some extent got a better – got the seed that we should have gotten and, you know, was able to advance one extra round. Uh, but that's a story for a later day, um, that year when we got lost lost to Gonzaga. But anyway, um, we also just beat them in the conference mm-hmm. semis like a week before the selection came out. Uh, anyway, though, and then, you know, next year they make it to the, they make it to the Final Four. I think a guy that you're not going to see Monday that will remember, Moretti. Oh, yeah. He killed yeah. us at times. You know, and I'm glad to see he won't be on the floor. I think that will allow us to kind of – but this way, I'd rather as, – as much as people love Mac McClung, I'd rather see a team – led by Mac McClung than a team led by yep. David. Davide was a killer. I mean, I, when he transferred – or not transferred, when he left the program, when he, you know, hung it up with them, decided to go back overseas, there was no love lost there. I'm totally fine with that. He was a Mountaineer killer. He stroked it every night he played against us. So, you know, like you said, McClung's obviously a good player, but he, I feel like Moretti brought more to the table across the board for Texas Tech. Oh, Yeah. I mean, a hundred, a hundred percent. Moretti brought more of kind of that, you know, that that grinder mentality that built on what Evans built, which builds that culture at Texas Tech, right? That's kind of why I think Burton is a big key for them, and a guy that I hope is a guy um, that we're able to kind of contain on um, on Monday night, uh, you know, because I I think he's he's also been a winner too, right? I mean, when you were at Wichita, you won games. And no offense to the Georgetown program, um, but that's not a winning program. I mean, and, and so McClung doesn't necessarily have it in him yet. He's obviously got it's being instilled in him as we speak still from um, from Chris Beard. You know, and nothing that nothing against Ewing because I think if Ewing can get his way, he will. I mean, that's probably partially part of the reason why McClung is not there uh, is because obviously there was a disconnect between him and Patrick. Yeah, I would agree with that, and. He goes for the he goes for the splash recruiting guy like McClung was, and you know, it just didn't work out. But he's he's doing okay for Texas Tech right now. It'll it'll be interesting to see how his career plays out. I could see him being a guy who thinks after this season he can take the next step, go to the NBA, and more power to him. I mean, I think he already I think he already thought he was yeah. there last year, you know, and but he got told that he wasn't. I mean, he's what shooting thirty three point three percent from the three point line. Uh, you know, he's averaging. He's averaging uh, 2.4 assists, though, Zach. You know, I mean, he's Kyler Edwards is averaging more assists than him. He's 16.3 points a game. Um, I mean, like you said, he's a score first point guard. He's in guard, a volume scoring role, and, too. Yep, exactly. And, that's, I mean, and, and, and Jamaris Burton, you know, the kid that we talked about from Wichita, hasn't necessarily gotten to that level. Something I am worried about, and, and tell me how you think about this, too, with Texas Tech in particular. I am worried about our depth versus their depth on Monday. Um, now, granted, I think they're more of a guard-oriented team, um, so it might not be as big of an issue there for us. But they have they play a lot of guys. And right now, especially with the loss of he, ha- he who shall not be named, 
and uh, and Cottrell's injury, we're not as deep as we you know were initially, and what we thought was going to be a big strength in this team. Right, and that's that's what kind of scares you. But like you said, Texas Tech's depth is pretty well rooted in their guards, so we should be able to match up well with them. Um, Culver versus Santos Siva. I think that I think that Culver can hang. You know, he can hang, handle his own. Yeah. But it'll. No, I think he's going to do more. I, than I would home. hope so. But yeah, staying out I mean, of foul trouble. I think he's a potential. That's a potential domination matchup for yep. us. Honestly. Staying out of foul trouble is going to be the biggest part, as will every game moving forward. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's no doubt about. It. I mean, you know what though, Zach? One guy that um, I feel like could be a potential, uh, someone to look into for Monday, right? A guy that I'm, I want to, I, I want to see. You know, maybe not have the best game, um, for them is because really, I mean, you look at it like they don't, like you said, they really only have Santos Silva um, at the forward position uh, that you really have to worry about. You know, I, I do not want to see their freshman Micah Peavy um, have a big ball game. He's kind of got a little bit of swing combo in him. I think a, a guy that Emmett will match up against a lot of times, and I really hope to see Emmett get the better of that matchup. Yeah, you'd, you'd hope that uh, he would get the better of a young guy like that, guy who can get them buckets and spurts, but you know, Emmett's going to have to go out there and handle his own on both ends of the court too, because he's a big spark for us. Like he he swings us a lot of times. Yeah, I mean, it, exactly. And, and, and like you said, a guy who can create a spark like that, you know, and, and when a guy, a guy who's maybe still in so new to the program, obviously being a freshman in that culture, when they see a guy like that starting to click and make big plays, kind of like with us with Kedrian mm-hmm. Johnson, right? When we saw Kedrian do that against Oklahoma State, everyone gets excited. Everyone's like, man, this guy's starting to figure it out, right? So that's big, I think, Monday night for us to kind of have the guy who – this kind of the spark, the initiator of the game sort of, quote-unquote, and have that be our guy or someone on the Mountaineer squad doing that and not Texas Tech. I'd like to see it be Bridges. If Jalen can come out and have that kind of game, that'd be massive. Yeah. Have another Oklahoma-type mm, performance definitely. for Bridges. Um, uh, which which would be real nice for him to do. I mean, if – and granted, you know, if, if you could get – I think the, the key Monday night, obviously, I mean, if you shoot the ball well, I think that changes everything um, because – but defensively too. I feel like defensively Monday is going to be a big, big game for us because Texas Tech is good defensively, and we're, we're obviously going to be a team that relies on, the, on jump shooting now, which is a huge key. And I think just defensively for us, we can match up well with them defensively. We just have to want it Monday. And I think that's going to be the biggest key. And I, like you said, though, Zach, talking about Saturday in terms of we'll be ready for the game, I think like Monday will be ready too. Because I feel like people and our team may have thought to themselves, man, people forgot about us a little bit. Well, let's, let's show them back where West Virginia is. Like, I don't know if you listen to it, but like, you know, a young kid podcast, The Bench Mob, they're already down on West Virginia. Hey, West Virginia's in mm-hmm. to them, right? Well, let's show them they're not uh, – let's go out there Monday night against Texas Tech and put an ass whooping on them and show, hey, Bob Huggins and the boys, yeah, they might have lost. He should not be named, but they're ready to roll. Yeah, that's that's the hope. And having them at home, you know, crowd or no crowd, that'll be that'll be helpful just to play in our own building. You know, if we if we come off that layoff, Absolutely. we play Kansas State on the road, then we go, to, we go to Lubbock. Might be a little more difficult just because of the travel aspect, but having them come to the Coliseum, that should help us out a little bit. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like you said, playing in the own building, a huge deal. Because when you think about it also from the perspective of, you know, how we've been of late, right? 
Like, when you think about how we played so well there in the ball game uh, against Texas in our own building, we got to slow starts in the, in the two games when we weren't in our building. I think that's a very, very telling and uh, interesting sign for us, especially. Um, if we can, if we can get those runs, but for due to comfort, due to being comfortable in our building, I think that really helps us a ton on Monday against Texas Tech. Are you worried about that that factor versus Kansas State, or do you think it's just us going to play? There won't even be as much of that. Maybe you don't make shots, but hopefully you bring the energy to eventually make enough shots to be good. Yeah, I think that's a big factor. It ultimately it's just it's just nice shooting in your own gym. You're familiar with it. The you know. A gym is a gym. There's a gym to a lot of people, but ultimately, when you're shooting in the same place you're used to shooting, that it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it 100 percent makes a difference. And in and also, you know, something else. I mean, the the non-travel aspect of things in, in COVID world is is a big deal, and especially for us, not having gotten to play in a little bit, having guys that have gotten it there's may not be as much anxiety going into the arena uh, on Saturday because you didn't deal with the hotel work. You didn't deal with this person. You didn't deal with, you know, the lady at the airport in Kansas state. They're going to have to do that. uh, If those kids kind of, if those, if that's, if those kids have that mentality or thinking that way. And in this season, like you said, that has to be something that's still kind of in your, in the back, back, backs of your mind, regardless of how you really feel about it. It's, it's out there and it's scary. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for joining us, guys. It's going to be exciting tonight to uh, to watch this game versus the Red Raiders. Chris Beard and company coming to the Coliseum. And um, Hugs' house hopefully won't be too inviting for those red and black clad Raiders from Lubbock. Uh, we'll come back later in the week, kind of review the, the ball game that we just uh, witnessed there on Monday night here in the Coliseum. We're going to definitely talk some baseball as well later in the week. My Buckos have been busy. The hot stove really picked up here of late. And so we're going to get into that and kind of talk some some baseball and, and how things have kind of um, evolved out there in, on the hot stove. Um, and also, we'll also come back later on and, and kind of talk uh, about that matchup with Florida, big SEC, big 12 matchup. Hopefully everything cross our fingers and and whatnot that that game will still go off without a hitch. Thanks, guys, for listening, and let's go Mounties tonight. Let's let's take out those number 10th-ranked Red Raiders and uh, continue to make that statement for the nation that just because we don't have he who should not be named, we are still a force to be reckoned with in the world of college basketball here in 2021.